0: So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 130 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Suzanne Stone, Suzanne lives in Tarzana, California, where she used to own a manicure business, but now she is a claims adjuster for a car insurance company. Welcome, Suzanne. Hi, Jen. Well, I'm glad to be here
1: with you today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just getting through the whole Halloween thing and, you know, done with Halloween. I know that we're not going to be doing this until after the new year, but... (laughs) We're recording
0: the day after Halloween, and we just had the time change. And by the time this airs, though, it'll be 2021, which I'm ready for 2021. How about you?
1: I Yes, I am. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that at least part of that year is going to be okay. It's going to be good. I don't know about the beginning of the year, but hopefully the end. Yeah, it's going to be good claim in it now 2021 is going
0: to be an amazing year <laughs> yes, exactly yes. and luckily we have intermittent fasting to help yes. us make it even yes. better Yes, <laughs> thank goodness it's gotten me through 2020 so saves my life yeah so um you know i like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that
1: so of course my story is a, a long one so we'll i'll touch on the main points I started my dieting life at the age of 10 because my father, you know, my parents are heavy, you know, I I come from a long line of heavy people in my family and food has always been a priority in our lives. And my father was heavy and right around 10 years old, I started to get a little plump and I think it was a growing spurt coming, but he saw it as being, Oh no, not my daughter, not, you know, and since living in Los Angeles, even in the seventies, being thin was in, I should say. And, uh, he immediately put me on a diet, got rid of all the junk food in the house. Nobody could have junk food and put me on a low carb diet and made me exercise like crazy, like He made me do 500 fast jump ropes every day, and he would sit there and count every single one of them.
0: Wow. I bet you can't even look directly at jump ropes now. uh, No,
1: no, no. I never. You know what? Exercise is just not my thing anyway now. I think it's because of that. But yeah, no jump ropes. are. I like hula hoops. Hula hoops are fine, but jump ropes? Yay! Hooray for hula hoops. I love them too.
0: And and I love my rebounder that I like to jump on. You know, that's so interesting. You know, the age of 10, it makes me think of my brother. I have two brothers. My youngest of the two, my the younger of the two, he's 14 years younger than me, but right around that same time, middle school, he went through a period of time where he he was pudgy. And he he just After that, though, he slimmed right up. And now as an adult, he is really like he's like so skinny and he cannot keep weight on. It was just a phase he went through where he was chubby. And now no matter how he eats, he's slim. So I wonder if that would have been the same for you if your dad had not intervened.
1: You never know. We'll never know. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not a very tall person. I'm only five feet tall. So, I mean, I don't know what my growing spurt was going to be like. but it could have possibly have you know leaned me out on my own and not have to intervene on a dietary plan but you know i i know he did he meant well i mean i don't want everybody to think oh your father was so abusive you know it was just the times it was the 70s they didn't know any better he grew up in a very you know i mean he'd always say how his mother had plump arms like me and you know very plump and Uh, My mom was overweight and her mom is overweight and uh, I have a lot of cousins that are very heavy. So he was just nervous for me and he didn't want me to go through that. And, you know, and I, of course I had a couple of friends that were super skinny and he would, you know, say, why can't you be more like that? You know? And I'm just like, cause I was born to the wrong family. (laughs) Like that's just, I mean, what can I say? You know? But then my father passed away at 18 and he would tell me all the time, you know, you're either going to be hundred pounds or you're going to be 160 pounds. You're not going to be anything in between. And at the time that he passed away, it was two weeks after my birthday and you know, and he had been sick for many years prior to that. So it was always a very traumatic thing for me. And I gained a lot of weight after he died. Cause I felt free. Like he wasn't there to control what I ate or, you know, Say anything negative to me and so I did I gained a lot of weight and I don't honestly don't remember how much but I know I did and it was also to protect me uh, I used it as a protect protection shield from you know I didn't want to date anybody I didn't want to meet anybody I just you know and that was my way of blocking people off and you know honestly it was um it was always been a yo-yo diet for me ever since I was ten so like Weight Watchers, Overeaters Anonymous, I was, you know, I did, you know, I did the pills. I never did the shots because I'm afraid of needles. So could not do the shots. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: I don't love needles, but I did the shots anyway, (laughs) you know, i I did all of the shots. I did the shots that they gave you to take home. I did the shots you would go in and they would give you this lipotrophic or some magical thing that you just had the shot. Oh my God, no. I feel so silly. I, you know,
1: I, <laughs> my friend who's a diabetic, he wanted to test my blood and it took me an hour just to prick my finger because I wouldn't do it. I just kept
0: pulling my finger away. No, no, leave me alone. I think that the finger sticks are actually harder. Really? The finger sticks are worse, worse. That's why they're like, me. hey, here,
1: here's something you can put in your belly and, you know, well, it's something like that. But, you know, and my attitude was, you know, basically, you know, I am who I am. I mean, it is what it is. And I mean, I tried summer sizing. I lost 25 pounds on summer sizing and I still have all her books. I did summer size. I had all those oh, books. Her recipes are incredible. I always felt like, oh, my. I kept them. I'm like, no, 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 one day when I become this great cook again, um, you know, I live in an apartment and my kitchen is nothing, but if I ever, you know, end up getting into a home that has a magnificent kitchen, I'm going to become a cook and I'm going to bring down all of her recipes because they're
0: amazing. They are. And for anyone who didn't try her plan, I tried it over and over again because again, the food, the recipes, it sounded so good. Her premise was Food combining, and it was that you had to separate your, you could have a carb heavy meal or you could have a low carb meal, but you had to keep them separate, avoid the funky foods, and right? Fruit
1: first in the morning. <laughs> she had her yeah. lips. Right? And um, it always made Yeah, me. I never lost weight on it, but it sure. I lost yeah. 25 pounds, but then I hit a plateau. And of course, you know, you hit plateaus back, you know, back in the day when you didn't have confidence in the plan and you're just like, oh, forget it. So kept her books. I did the six-week body makeover. I don't know if you ever heard of that one.
0: I did, did that you? one. Yes. Weren't you supposed to, like, not add any salt to no your food? No salt, no was fat, it, and one? no
1: sugar. And it was six meals a day, six tiny little meals a day, which when I calculated it, it was... Like chicken? Chicken. Any, yeah, they gave you, like, a. you did a test on your body type, and if you were body type A, B, C, D, and, you know, of course, I saw this on a commercial, like one of those infomercials. I was, I was out of work. I was miserable. I'm laying, I felt I passed out on the couch in my living room, woke up to this infomercial and heard this woman say something about salt and burst into tears and like realized that salt was my enemy and bought the (laughs) plan. I was just like, that was it. Yeah. I did that plan. I remember the food was not good.
0: Like You got like a notebook and all this stuff. Wasn't it right around like 99 or 2000? Yeah, it was
1: around. No, I think for me, it was around, I want to say 2006, 2007, because that's when I lost my job. But yeah, the food was bland. But man, I stuck to that thing like, you know, white on rice. (laughs) I was just like, that was it. I was sticking to it. And I lost 55 pounds. And I mean, it came off like just melted off. And I was never going to try anything ever again. This was going to be my life. This was it. And I started to gain a little bit of the weight back because, you know, who can really eat six meals a day? I mean, who has the time? Who can stop in the middle of the day and say, oops, sorry, got to stop to eat right now every two to three hours like a child? Like, I started to gain weight. The food wasn't all that great. I started to pick. And it
0: wasn't good. That, I, that's what I remember. I don't think I lasted very long with that because it wasn't good. Any kind of diet plan. I think that's why I kept going back like, you you know, summer size because her food was so good. Any plan where I could eat food that was delicious, I would stick to longer. And if it was very restrictive with the foods, I did it a little while then I'm like, yeah, forget I it. I
1: stuck to this one. I was like six months, lost 55 pounds. I was good, good to go. And then uh, I started to gain a little weight, noticed that, you know, hey, this is not sustainable, but I'm still going to give it a try. I'm still going to try it. And then uh, 2012, I got diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And then (laughs) a wonderful little roller coaster of life happened. And I had to get my thyroid removed. Uh, They had to put me on thyroid medication. So that, you know, took a while to figure out what dose I should be on. And I said to the doctor, you know, if I gain weight, I've lost 45 pounds. If I gain any weight, I'm going to kill you. I'm just, I'm going to die. I'm just going to be so angry with you. (laughs) And he goes, well, I guess I should go check it to make sure my life insurance policy is intact. And I was like, oh, that does not bode well for me. So, yeah. So in back in the day, and I don't, I've heard that they don't do this anymore, which of course, you know, thank God, but they take you off your medication and put you into a uh, severe hypothyroidism before your radioactive iodine treatment. So for six weeks, I did not take any thyroid medication and to put it mildly, or I don't even know how to put this, but it was the most, the worst thing that could ever happen to me. I, I, was working in the in, a, in a, a spa as a nail technician. I lost so many of my clients because I couldn't work on them fast enough because you only have like a certain amount of time. Didn't feel no. well. You felt sluggish. sluggish. You felt bad. The only thing I did was sleep, eat, and go to work. And I don't even know how I went to work. Honestly, I don't know how I worked. My face blew up. My eyes blew up, you know, just puffiness everywhere. I gained about probably a good 15, 20 pounds. Then I had to take the iodine, uh, radioactive iodine treatment, stay in the hospital for three days, completely isolated, eating. Oh, and I couldn't have any iodine in my diet. I had to eat, you know, just no red dyes, no salt. Like I could have salt, but it couldn't be sea salt. It had to be like, you know, non-iodized salt or whatever. It was a miserable experience. And I had to do it the first time in the hospital the second the second time because they make you do it twice in the same year again take me off of all my medications six months later and that was another miserable experience uh same as the first one and then another 15 20 pounds came on and um that was it i mean you were right back where you started from right right back. And I was about 163 pounds for a long time. And I tried, I tried to go back on the six week body makeover. It just wasn't working for me. I tried Weight Watchers again. I did lose about 20 pounds, but then of course hit the plateau. Then of course, you know, you go to these meetings and what are you eating? Why aren't you, you know, why aren't you drinking all your water? So it was always my fault. And I love Weight Watchers. I mean, I think People who are on Weight Watchers doing it with intermittent fasting probably have a much easier time than not. I mean, I really, I'm not trying to put down any program at all. If it works for you, fantastic. I mean, all the power to you. I have friends that are lifetime members and stay with it, and they're doing really great. I think I'm crazy, but I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I mean,
0: Well, I, there actually are people that are combining Weight Watchers with intermittent fasting successfully. And I think some of their programs, Yeah, you know, all their programs aren't aren't alike. You know, I've, I've not ever done Weight Watchers, which is shocking since I tried everything in the world except that. I know. I didn't do Weight Watchers and I didn't do Nutrisystem. But I did Jenny Craig and I counted calories and I counted everything else. So, <laughs> But I never did Weight Watchers, which, like I said, was shocking. I guess because I saw my mother do it and it didn't work for her because she was always up and down. So maybe I was like, all right, that one's out didn't work for my mom. I'm gonna try (laughs) something else. But I know some of the Weight Watchers plans have they encourage you to eat real foods. And so I think those types of plans, coupled with an intermittent fasting plan could be a a good way to eat, you know, but really, I don't want to count anything ever again.
1: You know, my brother, well, I mean, I'll get into my whole family and everything. But quickly my brother's doing keto and IF and he's counting and I'm just like oh that's just too much energy for me I just can't good for you I'm glad it's working for you but no no thank you but Weight watchers you know they it was always my fault you know so just like you know thank you very much and I was kind of over it and then I'll fast forward to the end of 2018 a friend of mine had dropped a lot of weight and I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, intermittent fasting. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And okay, so I'm Jewish. When I hear the word fasting, I think dry fasting. And I hear, you know, and I'm just like, oh, no, that's horrible. What are you doing to yourself? You're crazy. And, you know, and anybody who is Jewish listening to this will understand what I'm saying. It's, it, You know, in many cultures, the Islamic culture, the Jewish culture, and I'm sure there's some other cultures that fast for religious purposes. Right. The Christian culture, it's,
0: yep. But y'all do a dry fast. How frequently, like major holidays, how many?
1: Well, there's one major holiday, Yom Kippur, that we all, well, not all of us, but most of us will do a a 24-hour dry fast. It's from sundown to sundown. And, you know, I never really did a dry fast because I just, you know, I get hangry. I'm a mean person when I'm not eating. And so it's never been something that I've liked to do. Um, but I know that with the Orthodox, they do, I think it's a monthly thing that they do a dry fast for different holidays every month. I mean, I won't swear to that, but I'm pretty sure. But so when my friend said, Oh yeah, it's intermittent fasting. I was just like, you know, no, I don't think I could do that. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so she kind of explained it to me. Oh, you could drink all day long while you're fasting, but you only eat from, like she was giving me the 16-8 plan. So you only, you know, so you can eat for eight hours and fast for 16, but in this 16 hour fasting window, you could drink. But she didn't know about the clean fast. So, cause she didn't read any books. She was just told by somebody And she only drinks water anyway, because she doesn't like tea or coffee or anything like that. So here I am thinking, oh, I could drink my coffees. I could drink my teas. I could put my sweet, my uh, stevia. I'm good. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I lost a little weight, but then stagnated. And I was like, you know, no. And again, I was working as a nail technician, not making a lot of money. And, you know it's cheaper to eat McDonald's than it is to eat real food. So I went back. It is. And God bless them. But, you know, it's like, what can you do? And so I was just like, you know, this isn't working. I don't know what she's talking about. Good for her. I'm so glad it worked for her, but it's not working for me. So I went back to eating my McDonald's and my donuts and all that other stuff. And hey, I still eat McDonald's. I think there's a
0: lot of people out there well, I, You know, I, I had some last weekend. I still like it. I was talking to my husband the other day, and I said, you know, there's some things I still like. and some, We were talking about Halloween candy and how there's some things I still like and some things I don't. And I said, McDonald's is one of the things that I never have lost my taste for. I don't eat it very frequently. Maybe, you know, a couple times a year, a few times a year. But he's like, what? You're eating? I was like, well, I was out of town. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had it. So he thought I was like secretly eating McDonald's, but no, <laughs> but I was was traveling to the beach, but it still still got a place for me.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, I was eating that and, you know, and I was what I could afford at the time and it was like, okay, so whatever. And fast forward a little bit further uh, to March of 2019 and my friend Fred, who, you know, he's a moderator, um, I've known for years. And he put on his website, uh, Facebook, you know, that he has gotten rid of all of his allergies. And I was like, what? And he's like, I don't take any medication. All my allergies are gone. And I know he has a lot of other health issues, which he talks about freely all the time. And, you know, and I was just like, what is he doing? And I have severe allergies. And at the time, I was really bad. I was going to the doctor. I was just about to start taking shots for my allergies. It was, I couldn't sleep. I had to sleep sitting up because I felt like I was drowning and, you know, the whole thing, it was ugly. And so I texted him and I go, what are you doing? Tell me now, what are you doing? I need to know because I need to get rid of these allergies, whatever you're on or whatever you're doing. And he goes, oh, I'm intermittent fasting. And I go,
2: huh?
0: Uh, (laughs) I didn't realize that you came to me through Fred. I love Fred. He was a... um." You might have said that in the email where you signed up for the podcast, but it's been months since you signed up, so I forgot. But yeah, f- Fred was on the podcast early on. He was an earlier yeah, episode. he sent me the so pod- people can go back and find the Fred episode.
1: He's got a great dry sense of humor, and you know, I listened to his podcast and I was cracking up. And he, I was just like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "First of all, get Jen's book." <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And so immediately he goes, and start with sixteen eight, And you have to do a clean fast. And I was like, what is a clean fast? And so then he told me, and I was like, ah, so maybe that was the reason why it didn't work the first time. And so... Yeah. And, you know, I was
0: going to say it before, and then I got sidetracked by the McDonald's conversation. But I think there's a lot of people out there who have you know they think intermittent fasting doesn't work for them because they tried it and they didn't know about the clean fast and then they struggled and they didn't lose weight and it was hard and then they're like yeah I tried that it didn't work and I really you know I feel like my mission is to spread the word of the clean fast and to have people try that even if they think they tried it and it didn't work give the clean fast a try and just see if if it doesn't make the difference it will it will
1: it will oh my god it will and you know I immediately I, that day, like as soon as I got off the the text with him, I was like, that's it. That's what I'm doing. I bought your book. I bought Jason Fung, Dr. Jason Fung's book. I watched his videos. I downloaded all your podcasts. <laughs> I was just like, that's it. I'm doing it. And you know, my allergies are a thousand times better. They're not completely gone, but they're a thousand times better. I'm just now taking only two pills a day to get rid of, you know, to help me out. Uh and I could sleep lying down, which is just a miracle in itself. But, you know, he has been my go-to person. If I have any questions, you know, I go to him and it has just been life-saving. And then that summer, my mother had to have emergency surgery. And I think I even posted this on your page. I, She had to have emergency surgery. And after the surgery, because she's, at the time she was 81, she's now going to be 83 this month. But at the time she was 81, And they told us that one of the side effects of, you know, her age being, you know, that old and having this kind of a surgery, it was a hernia surgery, she could have some pretty severe side effects. And one of them was a heart attack. And she ended up having a massive heart attack after the surgery. So thank God she was in the hospital when that happened. She didn't even realize it was happening. And I get to the hospital the following day and thank God. I thank God every day for, for a lot of things, but I think really, I thank God for intermittent fasting because that saved me. That helped me to be in the moment, to be with her constantly, just, you know, be by her side and not have to think about eating and, you know, my, uh, my hunger issues and all that other stuff, they were just gone. And I was, you know, we didn't know if we were going to, you know, if she was going to make it and, you know, I really wanted to be with her the whole time in the hospital. And so I w- that saved me. That intermittent fasting saved me. And so... And how has she recovered from that? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it turns out that she's had a heart problem that they refused to diagnose, of course, you know, whatever. But they put her on Lasix, which is a heavy-duty diuretic. She lost 40 pounds in the hospital in two weeks of pure water off of her body, she, from that moment on, I was like, mom, you're, we're intermittent fasting together. She was like, great, because I hate breakfast anyway. I, I've i been telling you for all my life, I don't like eating breakfast. And I've been fighting her on that. You have to eat breakfast. It speeds up your metabolism. And now she's been right this whole time. I'm like, you know. Darn it, mom. <laughs> she has lost a total of 100 pounds. And I mean, including the forty that she lost in the hospital. And honestly, it's my mission to keep her alive alive for as long as I possibly can. And intermittent fasting is is my way of doing it. And she's loving it. She just thinks it's the greatest thing. And honestly, I've gotten my entire family on intermittent like entire family. My brother, like I mentioned, he was one of the last ones to do it. His wife. My sister-in-law, who I just absolutely love, she's a vegetarian. She wanted to try it, but she was kind of skeptical. But she got the flu and hadn't eaten for 24 hours. She goes, well, this is the perfect time to try it. And I guess guess I'm I'm doing doing it it now. (laughs) She's on it. She's lost weight. And then my um, brother, finally, when he saw my weight loss and my, my sister-in-law's weight loss, he decided to, but he's the kind of person, oh, I'm not going to do 16-8. I'm going to do 24. You know, I'm going to, he's that person. So, but he, you know, he does it with the keto. He's lost a ton of weight, which I'm so grateful for because again, coming from my family, he was always thin as a kid. But then once, you know, he got a, older, he got a job, he stopped playing around with sports and everything. He got really heavy in his weight and, you know, is in the middle, his middle section, which really scared me. Like, I'm like, you know, and my grandfather died of a massive heart attack. So I'm like, dude, you need to do something. So, so happy that he found something. My stepsister, she got a little heavy and she called me and she goes, you're the guru. What do I do? I'm like, this is it. This is what you do. Within like six weeks, she lost ten pounds. Like, and she's older than me. She's in her sixties, and she she's like, hey, you know, I've already lost ten pounds. I'm, you know, back into my, all my old clothes. I'm feeling so good. I was like, oh my god, that's so fantastic. I think my sister in law's family started doing some stuff. I mean, I, I, you know, I actually was so moved by all your pages and everything. I opened up my own page on Facebook called, you'll laugh. I don't know if you'll laugh, but it's called the Valley. I'm not going to laugh. Well, I, I don't know. It's called the Valley girls guide to intermittent fasting because I don't remember if you remember uh Valley, the movie Valley girl, which was based. I do. Okay. So, I'm a Valley girl, so because I live in the San Fernando Valley. And so I thought that that was a cute little title. Plus, I was thinking maybe one day I'll write a book and that will be the name of the book. I love it. Yeah. So, so how old are you? Can you, will you share how old you are? I just turned 55 last Saturday. I just turned 55. So, I, we're yeah. close. Yeah, we're pretty close. close. <laughs> I mean, I think you're what, 50, 50? Fifty one. Okay. So you're my brother's age. Yeah, 51. you're you're my brother's yeah. age. He just turned fifty one two days ago. So yeah, so we're um I've got about I mean it's a it's a small group. It's like maybe fifty people. So if anybody wanted to join the group, it you don't have to live in the San Fernando Valley to join it. Um Do you just you have to say Oh my god, god. Do you have to <laughs> say that? Totally <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, my, yeah, I was never really happy about that. (laughs) But but, you know, and I also opened up an an Instagram page. I'm not very, you know, I'm not very active on it. I try, but I work full time. It's just Instagram and, and Facebook. I try. I have a lot of friends that post stuff on there. But it's it's not a you know, but if anybody had any questions, I always get notifications. And I always try to answer as quickly as possible. But You know, Fred is part of that. He lives in Canada. You know, he he makes comments. He's fun. But, you know, I just, it's just been a lifeline. It's been a life saving thing for me, for my mom, for my family. And I just like to spread as much of the word (laughs) as I possibly can. And I post pictures. I, you know, and I have, I've had a lot of naysayers as well. I've had some friends like I, I don't know if I, I, I didn't mention this, but I also did Arbonne and I sold Arbonne. And I remember people.
0: that I've had friends that have done that. Are there are teas and pills. There's
1: teas. No, there's teas and there's protein shakes and you eat. Okay. Shakes. Two shakes a day. And then you have a meal at the end of the day, but then you're supposed to have snacks also. So it's like one of those six times a day. That, I did that with
0: isogenics, a similar kind of a program Yeah, yeah. where you do the and, shakes and the meals. I was always so much hungrier with yeah. the
1: shakes. Oh. I never, and I never lost anything. And here I am supposed to try and sell this. And, you know, you're, you sell yourself. So if you're not losing weight, how am I supposed to sell these kits? And they're not cheap. I mean, they're expensive kits. And, you know, I really, I did try, I, and I've had a few friends that I've, you know, that I've had to stop kind of speaking to because they saw that I was doing intermittent fasting and they were like saying such negative things about how I'm starving myself and that I'm depriving myself. And I was just like, you know, I, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, and I would post pictures of the food that I was eating. This is not starving. This is, you know, I'm feeding my body what it needs. And if if I don't need something, then I'm not going to give it to them and, you know, give it to it, you know, my body. And I mean, the, like I said, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, my before and after pictures are insane. And I honestly am so much healthier and so much happier. And my numbers are insane. And I hardly take any thyroid medication, you know, I'm and I have no thyroid. So it's like, for me, it's like I take 100 milligrams a day and that is it. And for somebody who doesn't have a thyroid, I think that's amazing.
0: So how much weight did you go on to lose so far?
1: So far. Far, I think I'm about 45 pounds. Right now, I'm at another plateau. I'm kind of hovering between 119 and 121 pounds, but I'd like to get down to about 100 and see where that takes me. I'm only five feet. Again, people think I'm crazy. No, you're going to be too thin. And, well,
0: that actually is is what I've heard is like a rule of thumb, good weight, like a 100 pounds for your first five feet, and then five pounds per inch after that. Now, that's not going to be universal, because it depends on frame size. And, you know, some people that isn't going to universally work, but a 100 pounds for five feet seems like a good weight, just based on that formula.
1: Right, right. And I was just like, look, I want to, I'm going to try and get there. If I get there, great. If I don't, whatever. I mean, right now, I'm in a size... I'm not looking at weight, weight. I mean, my, I, I can't get rid of my scale. Cause of my mom, the doctor's like, you know, you have to weigh yourself every day for my mom because of her issues. So the scale is there and you know, I do get on it and I do use the happy scale, which I love, but I'm now I'm looking at size and right now I'm at a size six and it's getting a little loose on me, but I'd love to get down to like a zero or a two, wherever that weight is, that's fine. Uh, so, you know, what am I going to do? I mean, I am five feet. I'm not going <laughs> to grow. You know, it's like... No. And your body's
0: doing what it's doing.
1: I have to work with what I've got.
0: So you mentioned that you've had some non-scale victories that your thyroid medicine is down. What other non-scale victories have you had?
1: Oh, well, the allergy pills. I don't have to take my inhalers anymore. Um, I have... That's gigantic. What other dogs, you know, my size, I went from like a size, I was busting out of my size 14s and refused to buy bigger clothes. And now I'm down into a six. And I don't know about where you're from. But around here, we have these buy nothing Facebook pages where you can give things away for free. And all you have to do is go pick them up. And I've pretty much Got my whole wardrobe from this Buy Nothing Facebook page. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so
0: funny that you mentioned it. I had never heard of one of those ever until like two days ago. Someone in our new Are you in our Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry Facebook community? No.
1: No, I never even heard of that one. Oh.
0: Well, it's a new group. We just started it. It's only been about a month. By the time this comes out, it will have been a while. But we've started a new podcast called Life Lessons, and it's not about intermittent fasting. But someone in the Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry Facebook community was talking about a Buy Nothing Facebook page, and that sounded like such a great idea. I don't have time to start one. We need somebody in Augusta. Maybe we have one, but we need one. Someone needs to start one in Augusta because I'm always getting rid of stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. And all you have to do is put it on your yeah. You just put it on your porch. I live in an apartment, so I always have to bring it down. So I have to make sure I'm home, but you just leave it on your porch and the person comes and gets it and it's gone. And at least, you know, it's going to somebody who can use it, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be closed. It could be anything and I've got so much clothes. I got a bag, a garbage bag. It was so full that the bag broke as I was picking it up and putting it in my car. And I went through the whole entire thing and everything that I didn't want I re-gifted. So it was such a great it's so great. And so I did that and I've gotten a whole new wardrobe. So I'm you know down into a size six. I'm trying to think of other non-scale victories. I mean, oh I got a job because i Fred thinks I got the job because of intermittent fasting, yeah I had a i had a very strange i used to do Uber and Lyft and which I think is a great fantastic way to make some extra money or make a make a salary if that's your only job i mean it really is you make your own schedule and everything, and with the nail job, I had to supplement my income, so I did Uber and Lyft. And one day I picked up, I was on my way to the nail salon and I thought, well, you know, if I can get a good ride, I'll take that instead of going to the nail salon because I didn't have any appointments and I was just going to sit there and do nothing. And I got a good ride and I pull up into this parking spot and this, you know, woman comes in, she's got, she's got a baby, you know, I'm thinking, oh, this is so cute, but she didn't have a baby Seat and which is not legal, so I was gonna have to tell her no anyway. But this other kid comes by, it's so a kind of a long story, so I'm gonna make it as fast as possible. Comes to my other window and says, Don't pick up this l- ride. And I said, Why? And he said, Well, do you remember the Amber Alert that just blew? And I go, Yeah. And he goes, She's the Amber Alert. And I was like, What? Yeah, I go, What? And he's like, Yeah. And I started to panic and he goes, Don't worry, we've already called the police. So, um, the, uh, sheriff's department, all of a sudden I hear all these sirens going off the police were coming and the baby and I, she had her mother with her, which I didn't even know she was hiding somewhere and ready to jump in my car. And they just took off and the police stopped me. Make a long story short. She kidnapped her child from social services and was going to get in my car and I was going to be taking her somewhere. And that was the impetus <laughs> to... Get out of left to Newburgh. That would be a little scary. Yeah. (laughs) Once you've got the fugitive, the fugitive rodding with you. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't get scared easily, and that just I lost it. I lost it, and so I had the confidence to say, you know what? Here's my resume, and I'm going to get a job, and. I went back into the old field that I was, you know, that I knew very well, which was insurance. And within a couple of months, I had a job. And this was a couple of years, like a year, year ago. And, you know, the job market was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. And I got a job. And Fred's like, that's intermittent fasting. You had the confidence you know, to go
0: out there and get the job. (laughs) Well, I think so. I think that intermittent fasting bleeds over into so many other aspects of our lives. And there's a lot to be said for feeling more confident and you had better energy and you felt good. And, and so you went in there and you just nailed it.
1: Yeah. I nailed it. Um, I nailed the interview. I got the job that day. I mean, I called my mom and went, I got the job. And my mom's like, Oh my God. And, So I've been working there for a little over a year now and I've kept the job (laughs) and I, you know, I just, I, you know, things have just been snowballing since then, you know, I've been able to pay off all my, you know, most of my debt. I'm planning on saving money to buy a place, which, you know, in California is not easy, but. It's gonna take a while, but unfortunately I don't have another option of leaving. So, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do. But yeah, all these little things. I stopped dyeing my hair and I'm letting the white shine. Um, which I think I've is heard a, that a lot. Now was that the pandemic inspired or was it the confidence of just being yourself? It was the it started out with the pandemic because I couldn't Go to the salon. I'm also a hairdresser. I could have done it myself, but I was just like, I just don't really want to. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm over this. This, you know, the silver doesn't look so bad. It's not as white as I thought it was going to be. Here, I'll show you because I knew we, we could see each other. We can see it. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it looks blonde. Yeah, right? It, white is the new blonde. It's pretty. Yep. My hair is super thick. So it just kind of puffs out, you know, like, so I, I wear a hat. I'm waiting for it to grow out. I cut it all off and I'm waiting for it to grow out. Uh, it used to be super long. It used to be like down to here. I was just like, we're going to do a big chop. And that was it. And but now I, you're,
0: you're growing it out and it'll all be just your natural color and just beautiful.
1: It's great. I am, have all the confidence in the world with it. Um, You know, I, I have my days, but you know, I'm like, not that I want to color it again. It's just, it's, I don't, it's the length. I'm just dying because it's so short and I'm just not used to it. But yeah, I mean, I've done so many weird things since, you know, intermittent fasting that things that I've always wanted to do and and never did because I never had the confidence. And I totally believe intermittent fasting is a confidence builder on top of a weight loss.
0: I think so. I mean, I've just heard it so many times, you know, and it, it gives us time to pause and to think, you know, what do I want out of life? And also, Suzanne, I think it's because it frees up all that mental space we used to waste on trying to find the next diet. Like we wasted a lot of headspace on that. And now that's gone. And so we're like, and I got to do something else with my brain.
1: And, you know, when you talk about NSVs with thyroid issues, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people who have thyroid issues will understand this, you get this balloon head, where you just can't you're just not connected. You're kind of like foggy in a, foggy in a drift. Uh, a lot of people blame that on menopause, which I'm almost – I am almost i am postmenopausal. I hit menopause early. Me too. Early. Yay. It's great. I just got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started menopause at 46 and I'm a, I'm almost 10 years out and I have always had this balloon head and I've never understood why I cannot connect. And I think that was another reason why I didn't have the confidence to go and get a real, you know, not a real job because being a manicurist is a real job. I should say a nine to five job, a nine to five job where I just couldn't figure it out. And then with this intermittent fasting, let me tell you, I am sharper Now than I have been in years. I wouldn't say I was as sharp as I was when I was 20, but I am sharper now than I was five, six years ago. You know, I can remember a lot more than I used to. I I'm here. I'm in the now. I am not like, huh? Like I don't space out. Like I was, I would always space out. People would talk to me and I would always space out. Like, what? I'd I make people repeat things. This podcast is supported by FedEx.
2: or text Wondery Pod to 500-500.
0: The mental clarity is amazing.
1: It's amazing, and I never believed it. When I would listen to your podcast, and people would say, oh, I'm so much clearer. Oh, like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, that's not gonna happen with me, you know, but it actually, it did. Uh, the other thing that people would say on your podcast, which I always laughed, was that their taste buds have changed. Like, their tastes have literally changed, and I was like, Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the beginning, I would listen to your podcast every day uh, while I was doing Uber and Lyft. I would make people listen to them, you know, like, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm listening to these. Sorry. And so I was listening to a lot and people would talk about how foods that they never liked before. Now they like, and even, I think you said something about, well, I never liked beets, but now I love beets. You know, it's like, I'll, you know, I'll eat a beet. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Very, you know, random. And so I hated soda water. And I thought, oh my God, people love soda water. How can they love soda water? I mean, and like, literally I went out and bought some LaCroix, you know, the blue LaCroix. And I thought, I'll taste it. Yeah, I'll taste it. If I like it, great. If I don't, my mom will drink it because she loves that, you know. And I opened up, a cre- and I, hadn't had, I haven't had soda in like four years because that was a Arbonne thing. That was the good thing about Arbonne. They got me soda. No, yeah. And I was addicted. And I'm talking probably a liter a day. So I'm like, I really miss the bubbles, but I really can't stand the taste of soda water. Now it's not going to work for me. So I cracked open a can and I took a sip and I almost died. I was like, oh my God, where have you been all my life? <laughs> it's <laughs>
0: good, right?
1: Changed oh my your taste. <laughs> I am addicted. I went out and bought a soda stream because I thought, you know. Oh, it- yeah. I love those. They save on a lot of waste. I you know a lot of people love their Lacroix and they love their uh Topo whatever that is, the Topo Chico. Yeah. yeah. I
0: never was on team Topo Chico. I'm yeah. seeing Pellegrino all the way.
1: I like San Pellegrino. And when I go to the store, I'll buy if I really want a, like a bottle of it, like that minute, I will buy the either the Pellegrino or the uh, Perrier. I tried the Topo whatever and I that for me. Lacroix I like too, but uh, you know, in California, I don't know, maybe other states, we're really into, like, recycling stuff. But I was just like, what if I don't even need to do that? You know, like, I don't make my, you know, I make my own. I, oh, my God. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and bought and had to trade in my canisters for new ones. And I just looked at the guy and I was like, this is, like, my crack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he probably was
0: like, you're crazy. Yeah, he's like, okay, old lady, whatever <laughs> your problem is. And I'm
1: like, no, this
0: is, like. But yeah, I think that's a great tip. Make your own. Just get a soda stream, make it yourself, and you trade in the canister. And there's some new product that's in development. I can't remember the name of it, but it's you don't even have to buy canisters, I think. I can't there's something I can't remember, or not they like we're on back order. I don't know. I'm I'm of no help, but y'all can do some looking and searching. I something will. out there that's new. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that too sparkle.
0: I can't remember.
1: Oh. I'm going to have to look, but that changed. And I am not team chocolate. I don't like chocolate. My family thinks I was adopted because they're all chocoholics. I, if something chocolate comes in front of me, it's like, no pass. I'd rather have, you know, I'm a savory person. I'm not a sweet person. And now all of a sudden I like chocolate. You know, I don't love chocolate. I mean, I could totally pass it up, but I will have, chocolate. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm team Snickers, but I'm not team Hershey. You know what I'm saying? But I can now eat, my mom loves those Hers- those little Hershey mini bars that you can get at Costco. And some of them have the nuts in it. And I, I you know, I treat myself to a few now, now and then, but I mean, I'm so- My grandmother it. always had those bags of
0: those, the, the mixed that had yes. the different- the Hershey, my grandmother always had those, so I just had a little flashback to that, the little mini ones. Yeah, we keep them in but the yeah, freezer. Yesterday was Halloween, mm-hmm. as I, as we said at the beginning, yes. since we're recording this on November 1st, and my husband bought Almond Joy for the trick-or-treaters. No. He bought Almond Joy, <laughs> and he bought little dum-dum suckers, and I'm like, hey, sweetie, children don't like Almond Joys. <laughs> no coconut. And he's like, What? I, yeah, he didn't understand. But, you know, I taught elementary school for 28 years. So I would go to the door with the trick-or-treaters and I'm like, all right, would you like a sucker or would you like an almond joy? And they're like, sucker. <laughs> one <laughs> after the other, they wanted the sucker. Except for this one kid who said, oh, my, almond joy, I love him. And I'm like, all right.
1: Here you it's go. It's your lucky day. Here's 10. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. have a whole bag. Yeah. I'm still not team coconut at all. I, yeah, nothing with coconut, you know, I, yeah, I have my nephew. See, in California, we're still kind of closed down. So my nephew did the drive by. And so I had to, so I got a bag full of chocolate for him, you know, because his parents are my, my brother and my sister-in-law. They're no sugar team, you know, like not that they don't love sugar. It's just, they don't do sugar. So but they're doing the keto, right? Cause my brother keto. does keto. My sister-in-law is vegetarian. It's the most hilarious combination of people. I've ever seen I bet in. it's hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and my nephew is a combination. So for years, like my sister-in-law, my brother was in charge of all the meat making for my nephew. She went. she doesn't touch it. She doesn't want to look at it. You know, they're also, you know, no sugar because of the keto. And then my sister-in-law, um, you know, she had issues with candida. So she was like, no sugar for her. So she's been sugar free for years. And so she said this today, we're going to let him have, you know, sugar. And I was like, all right, you know, that's cool. Well, I went a little crazy. (laughs) and I just put all the the, the chocolate in his thing and uh, gave him a bag. And so he went to eight different stops and got all this, you know, candy for himself. And, you know, it's kind of, It's sad to see Halloween turn into something like this, but, you know, it's, I never thought my birthday was going to be, you know, in quarantine and it was, and it turned out to be a good birthday. I went to uh, Solvang for the day with a friend of mine and, you know, and that was different, but, you know, so yeah, he did the drive-by kind. So we didn't have, we don't have trick-or-treaters well, I'm year. glad he got to do
0: something. I'm glad yeah. Georgia's a little a little less locked down than some of the other states, but my son Cal is in San Francisco. How far are you outside of San Francisco?
1: Well, we do it by time, so it's a good eight hour drive or like a forty five Oh, so you're a long ride. way
0: from San Francisco. You're you're southern California. Southern, yes. The valley is near near southern okay, you're yeah. LA. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're yeah. a long way away from him.
1: Yes. I've only been to San Francisco a few times. I don't know where anything is. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I've been either. to San Francisco
0: twice and I've never been to the LA area. I've just been to um San Diego.
1: Oh. And well, that's and my Francisco. dream home. Like one day I will live there. San Diego's great. It's it was beautiful. I loved it. Love it. You know, San Francisco and, and LA are I consider them polar opposites, but they're they're not. But, you know, um you either love San Francisco or you love LA. Um, you know, you just I like San Francisco, but it's too cold for me. I, I could not live there. It's just too cold. Well, it's the first time Cal was there, he loved it and wanted and that was
0: like that's where I'm gonna be. So there he is.
1: Yes, no, San Francisco's a great town. It really is. In a lot of great outside suburban areas too. Palo Alto. Oh yeah, it's just
0: I it's a great He lives right in the middle of it. Yeah. That's awesome. We are
1: almost out of time.
0: So what would you tell someone just, I know it goes by so fast, what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started?
1: Well, one thing I wanted to mention was patience because a lot of people, when you first start out, you start with a diet mentality. Um, And that mentality really takes a long time to change. I'm still in that mentality. Like yesterday, I, I ate a lot. And I don't usually, I only usually eat one meal a day and I probably had like three yesterday. And so today I'm like, don't beat yourself up. It's just one day. You still intermittent fasted. I think
0: I had like three meals yesterday too. Was it something in the air? I ate, I started eating at noon and, and
1: my husband's like, are you eating again? I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. I don't know why. I know I had, yeah, I had, well, I'll start off with just admitting I had two donuts in the morning. And I was just like, "Never do that." And I was like, "Oh, that's just so bad." And then I was like, "Well, now but now you're feeling kind of sick, so maybe you should have some little proteins." <laughs> and then I was really hungry around six thirty, and I thought, "Oh my God, And it must have been all that sugar that I had, so I did eat, and I'm just like, "You know what? close your window, you're done, and tomorrow's an, a new day. So patience you are diet mentality. Yeah. Diet mentality is something that you have to really work on to get past. And I, you know, intermittent fasting, even, and I always say this intermittent fasting, the word fast is in the title, but that does not mean that that it's, it's going to come off fast. You're not losing the weight fast. It's just the title of the lifestyle. Also, I try and tell people this is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. A diet is you know, what you eat. This is a lifestyle of when you eat. So when you change your mindset on how this works, things start to click. And then you're not as worried, you know, about it all the time. So I try and tell people, you know, like, I have a friend who just wants to lose it yesterday. And I'm like, you know, you're lucky if you lose a few pounds in the, the first month, you know, count yourself blessed. But it's not a diet. It, this is not going to come off fast. And you need to learn patience. And so... It's not. And, and the patience is huge. Huge. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for being here today.
0: And I really enjoyed it. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com. And I'll add you to the lineup. That's G I N. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at recordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.